Proverbs chapter 10, verse 26. Like vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the sluggard to those who sent him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will, I, I want to make want to make jokes about how you had to wake me up to do this, those kinds of things, but I won't. I won't. Um, vinegar to the teeth, smoke to the eyes. That is what it is like when you send a sluggard to get something done. Yep. What do you, what do you think, Will? What do you think? I mean, a great, great image. Vinegar to the teeth is, you know, you love. It just, I, every time you say that, I'm like, ow. Oh, it's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you can. Feel oh, yeah. the pain. Yeah. Especially like something about the teeth. Like you just think like, yeah. Ow. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of done talking about it now. Yeah. yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever bit aluminum foil on accident? Like you had like a taco or something and you like, uh, un, yeah, 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 and you yeah. like, if you, if you have a filling, you know, you're like, Oof. Woof, zing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then smoke to the eyes. We've all had that chair around a, a campfire. Does the smoke ever follow you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, you're sitting there and you're like, I'm going to move. <laughs> Yeah. And like, you're like, I'm taking this from for the team because wherever I go. Yeah. And, you know, like breathing the smoke like that, that's unpleasant. But when it gets in the eyes, it's it just is totally you can't think about anything else. You know, it's like this all consuming, angering, you know, it. Yeah. It produces that visceral like rage. of like uh, I should not have to experience this. No, no. It's it's um every time we've had a spotted cow and we've used the big grill to smoke on. Dude. Um, it's just, it, it, it hurts. It hurts for like another 12 hours after it's over. Your eyes are just like yeah, burning. But one of the things we've had to adjust to with our, our condo here in Atlanta is our oven. There's just something about it that makes it like a little smoke bomb. And when you open <laughs> the oven, like if you're, you could be baking like sweet potatoes, like just the most randomly you know it's not like we're making like flank steak yeah but you open that sweet oven, potato is an innocent thing it's innocent but it shouldn't smoke when yeah it shouldn't but when we open the oven like we've learned to get the heck out of there like I, you know you're like holding your head back and because yeah. a, a big flume of, of steam and smoke comes out and yeah anyways i think we've no i think i think we painted the picture yeah. we painted the picture but all of these things that are so they're just they're not life threatening, but they are annoying. Yeah. That's that is what it's like to be to entrust something serious to someone yeah. who's who's not conscientious, who is who is lazy, who is a sluggard. It's it's a lot of times not life threatening, but it's super inconvenient because because what do we want? We want to be able to rely on people. Yeah. I, I was gonna say, like, I think this this idea of the sluggard and laziness, the Proverbs talk about it a lot. And, you know, in our, especially to my like younger Gen Z mind, when I, when you hear like the talk about sluggards, like yeah. there's a little part of it where it's like, all right, grandpa, like, let's get you back to your chair. You know, like <laughs> it kind of sounds like very, um, puritanical and old fashioned, yeah. but it is, you know, the, the whole idea of working hard versus being a sluggard, it is really a matter of trustworthiness and integrity, uh, which are, you know, far more uh, big topics that we see even in, in the ministry of Christ. That's right. So, yeah, thoughts thoughts on Well, that? you know, a sluggard is a lot of times a benefactor of someone who is very industrious. Mm, yeah, that's a... 
they, yeah. they, they can relax because somebody else has worked really hard. Mm. And so if, if there is conviction of, I've got some laziness in me, you know, as you hear this, or if there's some conviction of that, um, one, that's a good thing. That would be the, the Holy Spirit convicting. But I bet there's somebody close in your life. And we all have some laziness in us somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I bet there's someone pretty close to you in your life who was not a sluggard. Mm. And sometimes what we need is to say, who who does this better than me? Who who works? Who, who's a hard worker in yeah. this area? How can I? I don't have to be that person. I don't have to be excellent in every area of the world. But like, how can I? How can I be industrious? How can I use my time better? And it's not just use my time better so that like, you know, I have. I can say I'm really good at time management. It's because the Lord has entrusted time to us, a certain amount of time mm, to all of us. Yeah, it's a stewardship thing. Yeah, we have to give an account to Him one day for how we we spent that time. Yeah. You know, to put this more in, in like the church sphere, there's Matt Chandler. If anyone can turn a phrase, it's Matt Chandler. <laughs> but uh, yeah. he, I, yeah, I've heard yeah. this phrase that I, I'm pretty sure originates with him because there's not really anything on the internet about it. But he, he talks about he fears his church, Village Church, being a church of theologically obese people, which I think is a great mm. image. And I think we've talked about this in ODR of people who are basically, you know, taking in sermons, taking in books, thinking about things of God, talking about things of God, but not actually working in the harvest and not, not actually being laborers. Yeah. And, you know, that is, that is a, a bitterness to people who are actually in the mission of God. Like we mm-hmm. all ought to be laboring and, and striving together and, you know, as Paul talks about in First Timothy, which we're about to study, people who are fighting the good fight alongside one another. That's right. So, yeah, this this applies even just in how we conduct our everyday affairs to build the kingdom of God. Well, in, in an attempt to not be um, a sluggard, I did realize that I said benefactor and not beneficiary. Ah. A sluggard is typically a beneficiary of someone who has worked really hard their mm-hmm. benefactor yeah, yeah and uh and so we want to want to make that uh, for those of you that are are listening out there that the are like that was that yeah. was not right yeah <laughs> um you know that we want to we want to look to folks and say who can i learn from and who can i who who can who's a good steward of their time and in particular a good steward of their time for the lord Amen. And hopefully we present ourselves to the Lord on that day and I'm, he, he will judge us for everything we've done, but hopefully we will, by the grace of God, have done well with our time. Amen. Amen. Well with our time for him, for his kingdom and for his glory. Amen. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Thomas Nelson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 465 
1737 or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.